0: Good morning i'm peter inch along with steve gilbert we are the co-hosts of the inch by inch the home comfort show presented by peter inch and associates heating and air conditioning thank you for listening today we're hope, hope you will be able to listen every saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you our listeners with some information about your heating air conditioning and maybe a little bit about curling but most important, we'd love to answer your questions. So please send them to Inch by Inch at PeterInch.ca, and we'll answer them on the next Saturday show. How's Mr. Gilbert?
1: I'm good, thank you. It's the, a beautiful uh, day.
0: We have—I uh, don't know if you noticed—the piece of paper I put on your desk. I did. Uh, our Inch by Inch podcast is on Name audiobooks. Has been hacked by another person. Is using it. So we'll uh, make sure when you're going on your podcast network that you get the right inch-by-inch inch podcast. Really?
1: Yeah. So, uh, that seems a bit um, strange.
0: Yep. So you never know uh, when you're... We must be so popular that that's what they're trying to do. Um, we're the 2023 Consumer's Choice Award winner. 718 people following us on Facebook. Uh, We have a hometown hero nominations. If you know someone who is making a difference in our community by serving others, give us a call at the office or send us an email to that inch by inch at peterinch.ca. And uh, we are looking to honor some of those uh, great heroes in our community. Right. Um, So we've had some different. Our first question here talks about something we've been dealing with this week. And it's how do I handle warm days, then cool nights? Do I turn my air conditioner on and off, or do I just leave it on?
1: That's a good question. I mean, your air conditioner um, is a cooling unit, so it, it's going to cool the house. And if the if you have it turned on and set for twenty or twenty-one or whatever you set your thermostat at, or maybe you're maybe you're in Fahrenheit like you and you like it sixty-eight. I mean, if the temperature drops at night, your air conditioner is not going to turn on, so you can just you can just leave the thermostat alone and just set your temperature and forget it um, it's it, it it's when it's cool outside it's going to cool down the house i mean sometimes in these nights it it you you may want to bring your furnace on at that point in time, so that's part of the issue but if that doesn't bother you a little bit and uh, it's going to be a little cooler at night when you sleep, then not to worry then Just set your temperature at whatever temperature you want, leave your air conditioner uh, set at your thermostat in in, in the on position, and it'll just work as it needs to. Yeah, and I
0: noticed last night I got home, and I have one of those learning thermostats. Yes, you you do. And I walked into the house, and I thought, hmm, it's kind of warm in here. Looked at the dog. It was kind of warm. But then when I walked by the thermostat, let the dog out, went back outside, my air conditioner started up because it now realized I'm home. That's
1: right. It sees that you're home, yes. Um,
0: so that can also affect, you know, your air conditioner a little bit if it's really chilly outside. Yes. Um, so uh, I'm, you know, i going to adjust that thermostat so that it's just on a uh, single Central. temperature right.
1: all the time. And, right, and not not worry about if you're not there, going to the away mode. Yeah.
0: But it's been, uh, you know, it's been kind of, you know, 20 to 28
1: yeah nice during the day you get hot during the day and then it's cooling off at night so i mean that's it's it's that's hard because you don't really know um how to set your thermostat some thermostats have uh, an auto feature on them and uh, really what that does is it, it sets a parameter so you can set the cooling at one level and the heat at another uh, they can't be the same temperature because that just doesn't work they've got to be at least two degrees apart and then you can set it to auto. Set your parameters, and then if it cools off too much at night and your furnace needs to come on, it'll just come on. And then during the day, if the air needs to come on, it comes on. But um, it can't give you that precise temperature that maybe you want. Uh, so if you want it a certain temperature, that number all the time, uh, the auto feature is not going to work for you. You are going to have to pick either heating or cooling. Right.
0: So uh, hopefully, it's going to get so hot that all we got to worry about it's is just the air, air conditioning. conditioning. Yes. Now, this next question that came in, um, the listener said, "What is involved with the purchase of an air conditioner? Uh, so, from the purchase to the install, and what do I, as a homeowner, have to do in that process?"
1: Wow, I mean, that's uh, that's a that's a big question. Uh, so. Involved in the purchase is you have to first of all you have to identify you need an you need an air conditioner and then you would make a call into our office and then from there we would uh, book you an appointment for uh, a sales associate to come out and do an assessment of the house. So what we're going to do we're going to come into your house we're going to ask you uh, we're going to we're going to sit down with you ask you a lot of questions about what's going on in the house. Um, we're going to measure the house for what they call a heat loss, heat gain. That tells us exactly how big the air conditioner needs to be, how much capacity it needs to be, uh, as well as the furnace, because we check all those things. We measure ductwork. We check airflow. Um, we go through the house. Uh, if there's any problem areas that you've identified, we, we look at those more closely. And we really do a, um, quite a, a large assessment so at that point in time, we'll sit down, and we'll put a price together, uh, and we do that with you in, in asking questions and seeing what you want. If you've got uh, a budget in mind, we try to work all within those parameters. Uh, if you are happy with the price and you decide to purchase, then from that point in time, then uh, we make out some paperwork, you authorize the uh, installation that you want it to happen, then I get on the phone to you and I call you and...
0: The most important step.
1: For you. Um, <laughs> then you just, we go through what we call uh, a pick list, and really what we're doing is we're giving you uh, all the items that we talk to the customer about that, we've, that they've purchased. And from there, we will stage that. You will pick all that equipment, make sure if it's not in our warehouse, we'll get it in our warehouse, and then we give you an installation date, and then... On the day of installation, that's a whole other topic.
0: Well, keep going on that. It's the day of the install. What are we? What are they going to do?
1: Holy cow! Do we have enough time? You got two minutes. I, I can't do it in two minutes. Find another question. <laughs> you <laughs> oh, could, well, you can start it. I can start it. The day of installation, um, our system will uh, will notify you that the installers are on the way, and when they get there, um, there's usually a team of two. There'll be uh, a tech who's in charge, and then he'll have a, har- a helper. Um, and then what they do is they'll introduce themselves, and then what they'll do is they literally roll out the red carpet for you. Uh, we put down runners. Red or blue. Red yep. or blue, yes. Yep. Uh, we, we put down runners so that we don't uh, track anything in and out of the house because they're in and out of the house a lot. Um, they go down, and they uh, typically – The sales associate should be there to meet with them as well, just to make that a soft introduction. Uh, It just depends how busy we are. Uh, But then we'll go through the the job with the customer and the installer, just to let them see everything that was talked about. Um, We verify where the outdoor air conditioner is going to be located, or maybe they're switching to a heat pump and what that's going to look look like. We talk about uh, the furnace. We talk about where the vents are going to be all that stuff is is discussed um and if there's anything out of the ordinary that the uh installer is concerned about that's a great time to to talk to the customer about it with concerns so um, sometimes we have to go across finished ceilings and the installer will say well i'm going to cut a hole here and here and here are you okay with that Uh, because they're not going to cut a hole without making sure that you understand where they're going to be making a hole in the ceiling so all that, uh, but we would discuss that with them at the time of uh, sale that we would make have to make access in the ceiling in order to change venting or line set or whatever we're doing. So um, when that's all done, I mean, th- then they just kind of go to work. Uh, and then when that's finished, then they'll take the time. One of them will clean up, and the other one will go through the entire system with you and explain operation and how it works and uh, uh, make sure that you're happy with everything that's gone on. And then they're going to ask you to pay them.
0: Well, maybe when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that short process you just said that really takes all day long. But you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates, heating and air conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating, and Air Conditioning. We have Steve Gilbert, residential sales consultant at extraordinaire, and Peter oh. Inch, average general manager.
1: Oh, is that right? <laughs> well, listen, average general manager. We just we had a news bulletin that just flashed in, which is kind of which is hilarious. But.
0: Yep. We want to thank Joan Henderson.
1: Joan, yes. Thank you, Joan.
0: Joan has been scouring the city of London for Speed Starch.
1: Spray Starch.
0: Well, Speed Starch. Oh, it's Speed, speed starch. starch.
1: Speed. There's a particular brand. Yes,
0: and then that, and it's because I'm a speedy ironer.
1: Right, so. yes, well, you, at iron. And she
0: has found that starch at Loblaws at Southdale Wonderland. So I may have to duck out of the show <laughs> to head over to Loblaws to pick that up.
1: So Joan, I cannot tell you the smile on his face when he just received this message. Yeah. Not only is he happy that uh, we have a listener, so thank you for listening to our <laughs> radio program, but he's also happy that you found Speed Starch. I mean, his day is made. Yeah. I mean, I, the world could come crashing down now, and he'll still be happy. Thank yeah. you, Joan.
0: Yeah, don't call in. I won't be here, <laughs> I'll be driving shortly. Thanks, Joni. Appreciate that very much, and uh, that makes my day. Make my shirts a little more speeds stiff with the speed starch. With the uh, creases just perfect. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll have to take a picture of myself. Please. And send yes, that. with your new
1: can. <laughs> yeah. Right, do it right in the aisle as you're picking yeah. it up. Take a selfie with your new can of beef Yeah, starch. we'll put it on Facebook. And how many? How many? If, if they've got twelve cans on the shelf, you buy buying all twelve. I'm buying all twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I don't have to look for this There's again. no expiry date on uh, that baby. Well, well, if there is, we'll use it before it expires. That's for sure. Now, before the break there, we were talking about the purchasing an air conditioner, installing an air conditioner. You gave a detailed on the purchasing, and then you kind of whizzed through the install. You so, said
1: I only had two minutes.
0: So we're going to spend a little bit on there. So, All right. So, I mean, so first, now that we've got to the introduction, gone through, talked. Now we're gonna have one guy that's gonna go outside start recovering
1: the freon for the environment that's correct,
0: and yeah. we're gonna have one guy downstairs that's gonna make a lot of noise
1: but i just I also want to tell customers like we need a little bit of space to to change equipment, so i mean we we need if we need to have a pathway if the venting's going across the ceiling, we need to be able to get to, we need to have access to that you know. Uh, hopefully hopefully the salesperson would have discussed where the venting is going so that you have that area cleared as well as the, the line set for the air conditioner and then around the furnace. So we typically need about three feet all around the furnace uh, on every side in order to uh, typically remove it and put a new one back uh, safely. And that way nothing gets damaged in your home and then uh, we don't cause, we don't get any nothing happens i mean it just it goes as smoothly as it possibly can so there's quite a lot of work um as you say recovering refrigerant uh, because we have to uh, recover that in an environmentally friendly way because it has it goes and gets um disposed re- disposed of properly uh so we we are a licensed recovery station that way and then from there we take that they'll take apart that air conditioner. So and we typically have to change the line that runs between the two because of old refrigerant versus new refrigerant, and refrigerant's changing again. So um, that's that's on the horizon. Uh, so you know we went from R22 to R410, and now we're going to now we're going to be going to something else. Uh, and all of this is just to reduce greenhouse gas when it comes to refrigerants. So I mean they're even talking about flammable refrigerants these days. So that's interesting, like butane and propane. But I won't go there just yet. Uh, So, well, there's a guy outside working. He's going to remove that air conditioner, and then he's going to uh, set the stone down. So maybe there's a stone down there already. It's probably not level anymore, so he's actually going to pick that up, and he's going to re-level the area. And then if if your stone is good and can be reused, reuse it. If we need to change it, we'll change it. But uh, we would have made note of that as well. And then uh, inside the guy inside is going to be taking apart the furnace. And th- yet, yeah, he makes a lot of noise. There's a lot of banging because he's banging sheet metal. And that sheet metal is kind of like a speaker system to the entire house. So that ductwork, you're going to, I mean, you'll hear conversations that are going on downstairs. You'll hear a lot of banging. Uh, you're just, every sound that is in the basement at that point in time is going to be uh, reverberated through the house. So keep in mind, it's if if you have if if you're on the night shift and you're trying to sleep probably not going to be a good day for you
0: well or if you have animals or yep. ba- or babies you yep. know it can be disturbing it can to be them. disturbing yes so you just have to be prepared for that you might have to put them in one room or yeah or just uh, so that they're not getting uh, too crazy on what's going on out there
1: and then there's also some odors because um, when they're putting the venting in if you're changing the furnace then you're gonna there's a very strong solvent that we use to glue the uh, vent pipe together so they, it's it's actually it's a it's a chemical weld that is used so that piping never comes apart but all that's going on in your basement um, and it's a very long day for them um, it's always nice if customers offer them a, a water or coffee or whatever uh, because it is a long day for them
0: and then when they're all done, they're going to walk the, the customer through the operation of the unit?
1: Yes, and um, and they're going to, and the other, one of them's going to, well, they'll, they'll be cleaning up as well. That house should be as clean, if not cleaner, th- when they leave than when they came in. Inside and out. Inside and out, yes.
0: And then they're going to talk to them about maintenance, the importance yes. of maintenance as required.
1: And ongoing maintenance and filter changes and humidifier pad changes, all those things. That's all very important, and they're certainly going to go over all the system. And then downstairs, they're going to leave all the manuals and everything in a pocket at the furnace. And uh, that's important because we don't want those manuals to end up in a kitchen drawer someplace. Right. Because if a technician comes in in a few years and he needs to look at the manual for whatever reason, if you can't put your hands on it, it makes it very difficult on him to, to access that manual. There are ways around it. I mean, we can do everything through our phones online these days, but if the manual's right there, handy, present, it's the best.
0: And then they're going to, like you said earlier, ask for payment. So yes. we're a COD company. So yes. when we are done the job, we ask for payment at that
1: time. Yes. And we'll either have, I mean, some people use uh, financing arrangements that we, that we offer. Uh, some people uh, will pay in other ways, but they do look for payment and, um, we even accept e-transfer these days, so it's it's uh, it's a great way.
0: And then, uh, a week or so after, a couple of weeks after, there's yeah, going to be another after, pri- yeah. another. Uh...
1: So we call it the happy call. Really, it's just it's a it's a verification uh, that the that what you experienced went well. So the salesperson who was out that sold you the equipment and sat with you is going to wants to come back, and uh, he wants. He or she wants to come back and just make sure that the that what you experienced was good, that you're happy with the equipment. Sometimes we have to go over that thermostat with people again, just to because they'll have some questions. And if you have questions, like maybe it makes a different sound, or maybe um, we go through all that with you just to alleviate any concerns. And if we if there is a concern, uh, hopefully you would have called in before that. But if there is a concern, we we'll deal with it right then and there. So. If it's something where I need to send another technician back, I call you right away, and we schedule a technician to come back and get that rectified.
0: And you give them a gift, don't you, when you're there? We do,
1: and I'm not going to tell them what that gift is. Golf
0: ball, curling rock?
1: No, no, it's a surprise. <laughs> but it's it actually it's a very nice gift, and it's a it's a it's a great uh, gift that you can use on an ongoing basis.
0: Yeah. And then we're done. They we're, no, no. about a year later.
1: Well, you're, yeah, so, I mean, you're, you're never done with us. I mean, once you engage in uh, a sale with us, uh, we kind of hope that you're customers for life. So, a year from now, uh, we'll come back and we're going to do a maintenance and a checkup on that equipment that was installed. And uh, that one is, the first one is in, is included in this, in the purchase of your equipment. So... They're going to come and they're going to go over the equipment just to make sure it's gone through year one properly. Um, all things kind of need adjustment. It's kind of interesting how a gas valve can, can uh, when it's first set up, it's, it's got a certain amount of pressure in it. And you can go back a year later and it may be off just by a point one or point two. But they always come back and make those adjustments just to make sure that the product's working properly and efficiently.
0: So when you're looking to get a price on a new furnace or air conditioner or heat pump, that's the difference between Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning and most other companies. Yes. So um, you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca, and we will be right back.
1: Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates, Heating and Air Conditioning. Uh, this is the time in the show when I get to do uh, an interview with one of our coworkers, and I am very happy to introduce Nate Hordick. How are you, Nate?
2: Not bad. How are you doing?
1: Good. Uh, so you've um, you're uh, you're a new technician with us. Yeah, yeah. And how? When did you start?
2: Uh. About a month and a half ago, okay. almost two months ago. Two
1: months ago. Wow. Okay. And so I'm um, just curious. I mean, I, I'm, I love it when uh, young people get involved in the trades. It's a passion of mine. So can I can I just ask you a little bit about you and your journey? Uh, so how is it that you came to be a HVAC technician?
2: Uh, I've got a couple cousins who are in the trade. Uh, just through talking to them thought it might be something I was interested in uh I was framing at the time and I decided to get my first gas license and now I have my G2 and now I'm working here
1: Oh okay and how how was that how was the experience uh, getting your getting your license
2: Uh it was a little stressful cuz I took the I did the part-time course so I was basically away from home from 6.30 in the morning to almost 9 at night okay. for four days, three or four days a week.
1: Okay. And that was in class?
2: Yeah, Woodstock uh, Fanshawe campus. Okay.
1: And then eventually you had to get some practical work in?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how
1: did that go? It, like, I guess that's that's when you've, like, the schoolwork is one thing, but then when you get into practical work, you can kind of really figure out that this is something you want to do or not want to do.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh. I've enjoyed it so far. Having a good time. Uh, training with Craig was good.
1: Oh yes, you got to you got to spend some time with uh, our our partner Craig Hearn. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, he's um, he has he's quite an encyclopedia of information.
2: Oh, he knows a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so been here a couple of months. Um, how do you like it?
2: I'm liking it a lot. Like.
1: Yeah, and any so. Any challenges out, like, you know, you work with... you. First of all, you work and you observe, right? So you observe Craig. And then the roles switch, then mm-hmm. Craig observes you, right? Mm-hmm. And so how did that whole trend thing, how did that all transpire?
2: Um, well, I've been on my own for almost a month. And, like, here and there I'll have a question, but it's just a phone call away. Right. I've got four technicians I can call if I run into stuff or run into issues. So yeah. So it's been good that way.
1: Okay. All right. Um, now, I see that you've, I see, what, three or four thermometers in your pocket?
2: Oh, no. There's just two. Okay. You haven't
1: <laughs> haven't left any of those behind?
2: Oh, uh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I lost a, um, a magnetic tray yesterday. I oh, forgot. Oh, well, that, yeah. Small I mean, things. Yeah, things
1: happen that way. Uh, now, just family-wise, Nate, yeah, you know you got family in the area.
2: oh uh, yeah, my parents live down near Port Burwell.
1: Oh, do they? Okay, Port Burwell. Yeah.
2: yeah, Got a sister, but she's a couple hours away.
1: Is she okay? And uh, how are they? Are they? What did they think when you're making this move into the uh, into the HVAC world?
2: Oh, they're happy. It's yeah, yeah. I feel and like... you
1: you know one of our partners. Uh, how do you you know Brandon Baldwin? Yep. And how do you know Brandon?
2: Uh, I went to school with his wife. And her family, like all her okay, like yeah, a bunch of yeah. her siblings. Holly,
1: yeah, you went to school with Holly. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, that makes sense. And so, um, can you, is there something that's happened to you this past, you know, the past couple of months that stands out to you, like um, a funny story, or you know, customers are and there are some customers obviously that um, just leave you alone, and there's some customers that are just over your shoulder. It does that bother you?
2: Uh, I mean not really. I mean usually usually it goes fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there nope. was um a couple cool houses. The one guy had like a big Lego collection which was cool. Oh, neat. Okay. And then a couple days ago uh I the guy was like really into fishing and he had like a whole wall in his basement of homemade lures which
1: Wow. Yeah, so you're you're getting your so you're getting to experience customers, and then they're they're kind of sharing some stuff with you too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you? Do you like fishing?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I try to get out there as much as I can. <laughs> so
1: yeah. I, so then I suppose you two had a little bit to talk about then.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, cool. And so um, you're doing right now. You're just you're really mostly just maintaining air conditioners, right? Yep. And how long does that take you?
2: Uh depends if if you don't find anything the units easy to take apart you can be out of there in an hour hour and a half
1: take it apart so you physically take take the top off yeah the sides off
2: yeah if if there's a bunch of stuff inside i take the top off and i vacuum everything out
1: okay and then obviously you you clean the you clean the coil so that it it can breathe yeah but you're in there for an hour hour and a half yeah that's awesome and uh, then do you bring the customers out to look at their air conditioner after it's cleaned?
2: I take pictures. Okay. I feel like some people don't, if, if it's like eight in the morning, they're having a the coffee. <laughs> they probably don't want to get brought outside into the wet grass. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. And so, because sometimes this happens to anybody ever offer you any drinks or food when you're in the house?
2: Yeah, I've been offered like a glass of water.
1: Nice. Okay. And do you take it?
2: I haven't. It's, it hasn't been that hot yet. I've got it. And I have a big thing of water on do the you? truck.
1: Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. So, I mean, um, you're working on air conditioners now, and then eventually you're going to you're gonna graduate to some gas furnaces in the fall, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Back and with then, Craig.
1: So that means you go back out with Craig. And uh, what do you think?
2: Oh, looking forward to it. Are you? More to learn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And so you said that you were framing houses before you came to us. Can I just ask you, how did you, besides your knowledge of Brandon, um, how did you hear about us? Like, why did you come and knock on our door?
2: Um, I was on Zip Recruiter, and I believe it was Rockstar HVAC. Oh, yeah, Rockstar HVAC. The recruiting yeah, company yes. reached yeah. out. Yep. Yeah. And I uh, talked with a lady there, and I didn't even know it was – brandon's company that was hiring oh that's
1: cool that's yeah that's very cool
2: yeah and then uh, i think it was a few weeks a month later i get a call back and actually when i was on my vacation i got a a message from brandon was the first thing i got and i was like oh right on it's his company
1: (laughs) (laughs) he saw your name and said "Uh, i know this guy yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh that's cool so then you came in and you interviewed uh with how many people
2: it was uh rob brandon and josh
1: okay you interviewed with the three techs okay yeah and then did you have any secondary interviews no just that one yeah you got off lucky man oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i mean they must have liked what they've seen and so far you know from our experience um thank you for for being part of uh peter inch and associates we love having you
2: no, I appreciate that. thanks for having me
1: yeah and um you're just hopefully you're with us a long time and you just you you know just be one of these technicians that kind of grows old here and um it's uh there's you're you've surrounded yourself with a lot of great technicians um they really are uh customer focused so they want to make sure that they do a good job and the customer's mm-hmm. happy but yeah they they've been saying great things about you, so that's, that's kind of good cool, right <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you got a busy day today?
2: Um, I think three or four calls. Yeah.
1: Wow. So three or four calls, hour and a half each. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a busy day. Plus you got to have lunch and a couple of breaks in there too, right? Yeah. Somewhere
2: in there. Somewhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, I just wanted there again, just say thank you. And, um, I will let you get back to your day, but so you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch & Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. And thank you, Nate. This is Nate Hordick, uh, new technician at Peter Inch and & Associates, and we will be right back.
0: Well, welcome back. Oh, did you have a good interview with Nate?
1: I did. Uh, he was a bit nervous on the radio, so um, I, I kind of, uh, he'll get better as as time goes, right?
0: Yeah, and I ran out to Loblaws to get my speed starch while you guys were <laughs> oh, doing did the you? interview. Oh, did you?
1: Yeah, nice. Okay, thank you. So
0: thanks again to Joan. Appreciate people looking out for me. See, Steve? See, people are looking out for me. Got it. So, Got it. Um, we had some more. We had a bunch of questions come in this week. So one was, why would a capacitor need replacing on a maintenance?
1: Why would a capacitor need replacing? Well, so when we go out and do a maintenance, part of our process is to check capacitors. So uh, capacitors are batteries. So they have a certain amount of, um, I, think it's in, I think we measure those in ohms. Do we measure them in ohms? Yeah. Yeah. So they have to have a certain, like they, they have a, a certain performance range. And if the capacitor is not running within the performance range, it's going to fail. And when the capacitor fails, your air conditioner fails. So if it's not working within tolerance, um, and, it's, and you're, you're, if you're lucky enough that your equipment's under warranty, that's great. Then it, we can just replace the capacitor. Regardless, you're going to need that capacitor replaced whether you have to pay for it or not. Um, if not, you're going to be pretty disappointed when on a really hot day, and there's a high demand on that capacitor, and it just says, I'm done, and then your air conditioner won't turn on.
0: Right. And when we have those hot days, the electrical grid has a strain on it. So the electricity to your home and to the units are less than normal. So when that happens, that capacitor needs to be at the top of its um, performance to make sure that everything starts and performs well. So if it's weak and we have a hot day and the electrical grid is, is a little lower, right? that capacitor needs to be at the top. So. It's good that they find it on a maintenance because that means they got it fixed before you realize there was a problem.
1: Same sort of thing if they're looking at the contactor and it's pitted. Um, a pitted contactor is just going to fail as well. That's the thing that energizes the compressor and the and the condenser fan motor. So if it's got some it's supposed to be a smooth surface, if it's pitted, it may not make good contact. If it doesn't make good contact, it's not going to bring the compressor on. And so.
0: usually, the pittings caused by earwigs. Yes. So yeah. you know, we seem to have years
1: where earwigs are really bad. Yeah, and, and other they times f- they're okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: and they affect that air conditioner.
1: But that's all. That's all kind. That's a standard thing that they check on an air conditioner. Um, our guys, you'll see maybe do things a little differently. I mean, you'll, if you ever look at our Facebook posts or Instagram stuff, you'll see that you know the air conditioners, the guys typically take them apart. Um, I don't know too many maintenance companies that will take apart an air conditioner condenser fan. They just usually kind of look at it, spray some water through it, and call it a day. But, I mean, we like to get the crap out of the bottom of it so that the drain holes are free, uh, and and we really do a a thorough, thorough cleaning and testing on your air conditioner unit.
0: Now, you were out uh, last Sunday golfing at Hickory Ridge. What'd you shoot?
1: what did i shoot yeah what was your score I, I shot nine strokes better than i did the week before okay what I, was that What I was shot a 45
0: name? well you were two strokes better than me yeah so there you go but this next question came must have came from hickory ridge oh it says what do i do when i find one of your golf balls with the 50 percent off a maintenance. Oh did
1: someone find did someone find uh, one? Obviously. <laughs> well when you find one of those golf balls with the uh fifty percent off, you call us in and um and you say you've got one of our golf balls and uh you can schedule that maintenance and it, it, it is what it says. We give you fifty percent off the maintenance, so we can go out there and we can do the maintenance for you, fifty percent off, but we will be collecting that golf ball back. So uh you can't keep that golf ball and use that maintenance year after year after year. Uh, it's kind of a kind of like it's a coupon. Use it like a coupon. So I mean, if the golf ball is worth more than the maintenance, I mean, it's an expensive golf ball.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, I'll tell you if if you got a scuba suit, yes, hole one, <laughs> right in front of the uh, the tee block. Yes, there's a few in there. Okay, and hole six, which is you know off to the right. When you're driving, there's a few in there. So oh. if you really want one, put on a scoop. I'm suit. pretty sure that that was not me that put those in there. No. No, you were to the left on hole six into the woods. Oh, was I? Yeah. yeah okay. I so. Or it could be left of the T block into that person's backyard. I've seen a few go there. Okay. But,
1: yeah.
0: But nope. so uh, if you find one. Bring uh, calls up, book the yeah. maintenance, show or you it know, to the guys. Some,
1: some people like to bring them right into us, which is kind of interesting as well. <laughs> yeah, so they yeah. drive here. Yeah, they drive they here. It what Very do we do, do with this? That yeah,
0: they found it.
1: So, <laughs> um, we had a question come in that
0: says, "Can a heat pump be installed on an existing furnace?"
1: Uh, so the answer to that question is yes; it certainly can because it, it looks. It looks like an air conditioner and installs like an air conditioner, but there's a lot more. There's a few more components with it. Uh, we use an interface, uh, but we have some requirements. Um, not all companies do this, uh, but there again, we're a little bit different. We, when we sell you a heat pump and tell you it's going to work, we want to make sure it works. So we're just not going to take your money and throw it on any old furnace because we know it may not operate the way it's supposed to or may not operate properly at all so we have some parameters that we are uh really stickling sticklers on as to what furnace you have so if you have a furnace which is 12 years or younger so that's ages 1 to 12 and it has an ECM motor that we will put a heat pump on that but with those parameters we will also be doing a, a blower check and blower cleaning and secondary cleaning secondary heat exchanger cleaning to make sure that there's no going to be no issues with this new heat pump whatsoever if you just go and throw a heat pump on an existing furnace any furnace if it's got a if it's got a PSC motor chances are it's going to let you down so we as a company made some decisions that we don't want customers to experience any problems with their new heat pump and so we all sat in a room together with our technicians and and management and we decided that th- these were the rules that we were going to follow in order to put a, a single heat pump on a furnace
0: so yes if it's the right
1: furnace correct i'm sorry
0: was that a long-winded answer uh, well, I'd, I'd lost an amount of time on this.
1: <laughs> well if i just would have answered that way you would have said aren't you going to explain what that is i was in a no-win situation you did a great job oh Steve. thank you did i miss anything
0: uh no okay oh, it was good um now the bottom one you talked a little bit earlier kind of about it but how do i get all the stuff out of the bottom of my outdoor air conditioner
1: uh, <laughs> well when you look down through the fins you ask that self that question because i've looked down my air conditioner and go how the heck do you get that out of there and it. You you wonder how how did it, how did that much stuff get accumulated in there in the first place? But there's all kinds of stuff like leaves and dirt and dust. It just it just happens um, and it just accumulates and then it just turns into muck. And so if there's muck at the bottom of the bane, base of your air conditioner on the inside, um, the drain holes get plugged and it, there's because it, when it gets rained on or when you spray water through it, that water has to go someplace if the water can't escape it just it just basically rots out the inside of your air conditioner so it's kind of important to keep that clean and so you you can't do it um and spraying a hose down through the top is not going to do it because you really can't get a direct line of sight down there so really what we have to do we take it apart so we take we take the sides off we pull the top off uh, but When you pull the top off, the motor, the condensing motor is attached to that top, which is attached to a whole bunch of wires. So you just, we don't, homeowners shouldn't do this because, I mean, you're going to end up damaging something and then you're going to be gone and the repair is going to be bigger than the maintenance. So then that allows us to gain access to that and then we clean it up. Some of the issues we have is when you have one of those great big air conditioners, uh, we almost need a ladder in order to get up, in order to get, to look in in order to help get that clean so it just depends there's there's a lot going on these days and if you have a new heat pump and it's one of those big units um i i don't know yeah we will be vacuuming it <laughs> out because <laughs> yeah, you need be a long a, tube. long a long hose we'll yeah. have to shove it down there and do our best but yeah. yeah so those are some of the challenges that our maintenance technicians face but um that's what we do
0: so call us get us to come out there yes So we just want to thank all of our listeners, but we really want to thank Joan Henderson for uh, finding my speed starch. I appreciate her schooling or scowling all of uh, London uh, to find it. Yes, scouring. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. To listen to this show or any of our shows, go to peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.